talk about a few different things real quick, okay? Um, God is for you, P.S. Did you guys know that God is for you? Like, I feel like over and over again that God is for you. He wants goodness for you. He wants to bless you. He wants to protect you. He wants to provide for you. He is on your side. Like, legitimately, God is on your side. And if God is for you, who can stand against you, right? All right, so what I want to talk about is what is your because? And you're like, what are you talking about? All right, so what I want you to do is think about this guy for a second. Up here, he's got his double sunglasses on. All right, kids, what you can do is anytime I say the word because, you can quietly go shoop and put on another pair of sunglasses, okay? So act, let's try this, everybody. Put on a pair of sunglasses. Now, the rest of you, I'm going to go through a number of becauses in your life, okay? And these are kind of like the things that shape us, the motivating factors, good and bad. And um, for your sake, I'm not going to require you that any time that I say it because that is your because, you don't have to put that on for everybody to know, oh, that's me, okay? Um, but kids, it's something fun to do, okay? So basically, the idea is, is every time that we have a because, we add another pair of sunglasses, something that shades our perception of reality, shades our perception of our identity a lot of times, okay? So I've got a list of becauses in life. Some of these are generic. Some of them are mine. Um, but let's just talk through some of the becauses. Um, you know, my life looks like this because my wife is, my husband is, because my kids never fill in the blank, because I said so. Because I have never in my life been picked first. Because I'm always picked first, right? Because, if I'm honest, I don't really like myself. Because I'm the best. Because I'm alone, and I'm afraid I'm always going to be alone, right? Because I'm afraid to be alone. Because I don't have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a husband, or a wife, or children, or maybe because I do have a boyfriend, or a girlfriend, or a wife, or a husband, or children, right? Because I'm scared of the unknown. Because I'm not adequate in life. Because this was spoken over me since I was a kid. Because I just don't know how to be free of that thing because of my debt, because my father was, because I didn't have a father, because my parents were, maybe they were divorced, because my brother or my sister treated me like this, because I deserve, fill in the bank, because I don't deserve, because I'm ashamed of, because I'm afraid of, because I am proud of. Because I can't wait to leave. Because I'm afraid to leave. Because I was abused. Because I abused. Because I'm lost. Because I don't have a purpose. Because there's kids with no one who will protect them. Because there's orphans, kids in a foster system that need parents. Because I hate the winter. Because I don't measure up. Because I have gifts that no one knows about. 
because I just want a family. I just want a community because I've been hurt because God hasn't answered and I keep asking and I keep praying and I keep asking and I keep praying and I haven't heard anything because God hasn't healed because I can't ever seem to get ahead because I don't know who I am without because I've always done because people always come to me because nobody ever comes to me because I'm not seen because I'm not heard because no one cares because it doesn't matter because of COVID because of Trump because of Obama because of Biden because of Bush because of the things that I've tried before never worked because if you only knew the truth because if I don't who will there's a ton of becauses in our life right some of them are good some of them are bad right there are things in our life that like because this thing happened to me or because I chose this or because somebody chose this over me there's like this chance where you can just fill up a backpack filled with weight of stuff right like you so many becauses in our lives and it's kind of like that the thing you know when I was talking about kids sometimes have the most powerful prayer sometimes kids don't have as many becauses that are filtering the way that we shade our identity or who God is, right? So when Jesus is like, hey, I want you to be like kids, sometimes it's like, you need to get rid of some of your becauses, right? Because so many times we react to life based on the things that have happened before, and we say, God can't do that because I haven't seen him do this before, right? Or I'm going to do this formula because I've seen this work before, so it's got to work for me if it worked for them, right? Like there's so many things that becauses in our life have affected you know sometimes you're gonna hear stories from me and sometimes you're gonna hear stories more than once okay it's not because I think I am the best storyteller it's because some of these things were some of my becauses okay so like for instance I've told a story to you guys before some of you this will be new but like when I was in Haiti one of these times I was working at this orphanage bunch of kids didn't have a mom didn't have a dad we were in a building that was just straight concrete um, no electricity, no water, no lights, no furniture, none of that. And I went to church with these kids this one day, you know, and the kids, they dragged me on in there and I was sunburned from trying to build stuff all, all week. And I don't know if you guys know, but I'm pretty white, but then I actually turned pretty lobster when it comes to the sun. Like I can be outside in the winter for like a half an hour and like I could be snow blowing and I come in and I have a sunburn sometimes and Angela's like, are you kidding me? Are you sunburned? Yes. Yes, I am. It's okay. Um, so I'm, I'm coming into this service, right? And the kids are just dragging me on in there, and I sit down. Thankfully, on the right side, because the right side was all the males. The left side was all the females. Pick the right side accidentally. So I'm sitting in there, and all these kids, they're touching me, right? Because if they touch me when I've got a sunburn, which feels awesome, right? So they're all touching me, and they're like, wait, you're going from red to white. It's like, it's like, a real life scratch and sniff, right? Or like a color changing car with the Hot Wheels. You know what I'm talking about? Like for them it's like this mind blowing thing. Like they're touching me, right? And, but they're like, I don't know about this guy, but they all kind of keep their distance and they touch and then they laugh. It's the funniest thing ever. And then I, you know, I would touch them on the head and they would be like, it doesn't change. I don't know what, what are you doing? Why are you laughing? You know, I was just having fun, right? But in the meantime, I turned around and there was a kid that was probably two years old, had a shirt on, nothing else, completely dirty. He had his hands up, 
fist tight, and he was shaking in front of me. And I picked this kid up, and his heart is just, just flying, just flying. I picked this kid up, I put him on my chest. They start talking in Creole. I didn't have the gift of knowing exactly what they're saying. So I said, God, what do you want to speak to me today? Because I don't know any Creole. And he said, I want you to be like this kid. And I said, what does that mean? And I started sitting there and thinking about this kid. And everybody else wanted to be near me. Everybody wanted to have a, a taste, a touch of me. But this kid, even though it scared the living daylights out of him, he knew he just needed to be held. He just needed to be held. Right? And as he sat there, guess what? As he sat there, he fell asleep in my arms, on my chest. And slowly, his heartbeat took on my heartbeat. Right? You want God's heartbeat for stuff? Spend time on his, on his chest. Right? And you know what? He's going to break your heart for things. The becauses in your life will change a little bit. Right? And so as he was doing that, guess what else happened? His hands, super clenched. As he fell asleep, they opened up and he hugged me. And he said, you know what? The things that you hold on so tightly to in this world, the becauses that you hold on to that you think are part of your identity, if you would just rest with me, you will let them go and embrace the only thing of substance, the only thing that can actually be the answer, the solution to your becauses. Does that make sense? Like, God is inviting this church in this season into healing, whether it's emotional healing, physical healing, spiritual healing, financial, whether it's, um, you know, parental, whether it's marriage, whether, like there's an invitation. And again, the invitation is there for you to choose to walk in it, to take steps towards health, right? But part of that health that he's inviting us into is always going to be going back to his presence because it's his presence and his word that will be the only thing that actually shifts our heart, shifts our identity because that's when we take off the sunglasses and see him for who he is and us for who we are. But that only happens if you can be like this child, this orphaned child that says, I just need to be held, right? Like, you have to be able to get to the place where it takes courage. Like, it scared the daylights out of this kid. But you know what? He didn't have a father. I was the closest thing to a father that he had. Ah, oh, man, it messed me up. There's, there's becauses in my life where when I was in San Juan de la Manguana, and, uh, I, was, I was in this place where I was, I was loving these street kids, this kid named Hueso. Uh, don't know what his real name was. He didn't know what his real name was. Everybody called him Hueso from a child because his dad had beat him so badly that it could, you could see his bones. And Hueso was a slang for bone down there. And so they all called him that. He became a street kid. And so we were loving this kid. And you know what? The night before I had to go from there to another country, you know, I was out sleeping on the pavement with him on my chest, and I was just pleading with God like, God, what am I supposed to do? Like, I have to leave this kid tomorrow. Like, I've had a chance to bless and love this kid, but what's going to happen tomorrow for him? And I had to trust and I had to grapple with, do I actually trust that God will send more people to love him? That God will actually speak to him? That God will actually protect him, provide him? Because I was sitting there and I was like, this kid needs a family. This kid needs a family. 
This kid needs a mom. This kid needs a dad. And you know what? He's not the only one. Like there's times I went from there. I went to a country in Africa and I got to, to hold these AIDS kids, these kids that had AIDS that like they didn't have names. They didn't have names because people that were close to them didn't want to have an attachment to somebody that they were going to lose. And then going to a place like Ukraine and having the same experience, but it was special needs. They put them all in an area and they would change their diapers once a week. Didn't have names again. And it destroys you on the inside. Again, you want to have God's heart for things? Spend time with him and he's going to show you the things that are breaking his heart. But then he's also going to show you abundant life and he's going to give you a chance to be a part of the restoration right? And so, like, when we talk about these becauses, like, some of these are, like, really freely, right? But you know what? If we're going to be honest with with each other, like, there are some becauses that are deep inside of us that we're like, these need to be sorted out. You know, and if we're coming to church once a week just because it's, it's the awesome thing to do, well, that's great. I'm glad that you've chosen us. But if my assumption is right, some of you guys are like, you know, I actually need some substance, I actually need to hear from God. I actually need him to help me sort through some stuff. And you know what? We're all flawed. We're all human in this room. There's one who was not. And so everything that we need to do is spend time going back to the one who was not. Right? Um, not all of our becauses are built on sand. But let's, uh, let's go to the next verse here quick, or the next slide. Matthew 7, 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them is like a wise man who has built his house on the rock. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a man who built his house on the rock. Um, Go to the next one. Next slide. It goes on to basically say that there's two kinds of people. There's wise and there's foolish. One that builds their house on rocks, some that build their house on sand. I am encouraging you guys, you're invited today to, as we're worshiping later on soon, say, God, what of the becauses in my life are built on rock? And what are the becauses in my life that it's time for me to let go because they're going to crumble, right? Spend our time investing on the things, the becauses in our life that are going to be built on rock. Um, Can we go to the next one real quick? Um, Psalm 91, one of the things that I, I love about Psalm 91 is at the end here, this is God's response. is because he loves me, says the Lord. Because he loves me, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. You want to know the cornerstone of this whole thing is because he first loved us, right? And I love the fact that, you know, because God loved us, it gives us a chance to give it back. So he loved us so we can love him. And you know, and when we love him, when that is your because, when that is your motivating factor of like, oh man, God loves me. Because God loves me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to honor my wife this way. Because God loves me, I'm going to be patient with my husband. Because God loves me, I'm going to teach my kids how to walk in his ways. Because God loves me, you know what? I've got this abusive co-worker, this abusive boss. I've got this abusive thing. I've got this relationship. I'm going to put it in alignment under because God loves me, I'm going to respond this way. Instead of, well, because of this terrible thing that happened to me, I'm always going to be this. No, 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 no. The one that matters is what God says about you. 
right? So we have to go back to the scriptures. We have to go back to his presence. We have to go back to prayer. And we say, God, what do you say of me? And you know what? It might just be that today is a day of healing for you. And it might be that today is not a safe place for you to be healed yet. It might be that you need to just sit in his presence more and say, God, can you give me the courage to be honest with you? Can I have the courage just to say, God, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. And actually just listen to see what he says. That's a scary thing to be honest with the living God. But if you can be honest with the living God and he embraces you, all the other becauses are gone. Like he can sweep them away and it might take a day and it might be soon. And again, soon might take a long time, right? But the truth is he will continue to walk you in a path of abundant life. Like he's invited us into health. He has invited us into life. And he's invited us to be moved by be- the becauses that move him. And it's always, always, always going to start with because he loved us. Right? So what we're going to do right now is we're going to go back into worship. Worship team, come on up. And I just want you to spend some time with God today saying, God, who are you and who did you make me to be? Right? Because if he created you, chances are he enjoyed creating you. Chances are he's for you. Chances are he wants you to become his son, his daughter. If you're like, I have never had a relationship with God, but I need it, also come on up here and let us know. We'll, we'll chat with you, okay? But spend some time in his, in his presence because it's only in his presence, only in his presence, where we'll hear things that will shift us. So God, I just ask that you would bless our worship, bless our praise to you. God, I am so thankful that you inhabit our praise, that you want to meet with us, that you want to clean us, that you want to reveal your goodness to us. God, shift our because. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to say thank you for your well wishes and prayers. <laughs> We're going to walk in that. Um, Probably the most critical part of a relay race is the exchange, right? And so it's been our prayer for several years that this will be a good transition so that it just keeps... You know, we've had a good run of 20 years, right? It's been wonderful. We want 20 more. <laughs> so that's our prayer. I want to pray for God's blessing on you. May your blessing rest on these, your people. They know the fullness of favor that you intend for their lives. May they discover with joy that the becauses can be changed in you. Life can be set free and brought into the fullness that you desire for it. I ask as each one goes into the community that you'll give them words of life to speak over others. I ask that you'll enable them to carry out the workings of your kingdom, gift them with the supernatural. Be lifted up and exalted, our Lord, we pray. We love you this day.